Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and loving watching anime that's so full of cliches and tropes that it's almost a trope itself is... Vanessa Kale. John Lucero. Alright guys, so the movie we watched this week was Tales of Vesperia, The First Strike, a movie that released August 3rd, 2009 in Japan and grossed about $941,610 uh, US dollars in Japan as well. Also ended up being one of the best-selling Blu-rays the year it came out. Um, prior to this, did you guys know this thing existed? No, nope. I, I knew Tales of, of Vesperia existed. I didn't. Okay. I saw it on the shelf at a Hastings once, and that's the only reason I knew this thing existed prior to this. Did this come out before, I mean, I'm sure you're going to mention it, before or after the game? Probably after, right? Uh, why would I mention that? You you think I give a shit about Tales of Asperia? <laughs> I mean, you, well. you, you, you're the research guy, so that's kind of like your thing. I figured you would have. Wrong podcast, John. Mm. Let's see. It came out after. I, I was looking yeah. it up the other. Or I was looking it up, <laughs> see? <so. Maybe. laughs> this is what I asked for. It came out two months afterwards, it looks like. Oh, no, a year afterwards. A year afterwards, sorry. Yeah, so great. You finish the game, and then you get the prequel. Handy. Yes. Real fucking handy. All right, guys, any experience with the Tales of series at all? No. I mean, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Vanessa, you sold a few. I probably sold a few. Not that I can remember those, but I'm sure I did. Uh, no, I've never played a Tales game. I tried playing Tales of Asperia again um, this morning after I finished mm-hmm. a jotting the notes down and was like yeah i'm glad this was on game pass i'm gonna nope out of this thing yeah i'm i'm a little interested in trying it but i also saw that it's at least 40 50 hours long so what uh, do you get a dog you do the dog is a main as a character you can play as a dog as well mm-hmm. oh yeah that, that sounds great what's the dog name i forget i already forgot what his Re- name is rapid maybe rapid Repeat a. Let me look. God damn it! I, that was the whole reason I played it, so I could figure out how to pronounce this fucking dog's name, and I already forgot. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> the dog has a it has it has a pipe and an eye patch. I think it's repeat. You know, what? I don't think it actually has. Does it have an eye patch? I think it just has its eyes shut, basically, because it's scarred. Mm, I thought there was an eye patch, but I don't it know. It has an eye thing going on, and it has a. It doesn't. It definitely has the pipe though. Yeah. And when it's an, when it's when it's an older dog and it's allowed to smoke, mm-hmm. it has a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, shall we get on with this piece of shit? I mean, it wasn't that bad. Was it? Jason, okay. I thought this was pretty all right. For the John, I'm really week, starting to question you now. Because this was just, fucking terrible. It's, it's just, it was just way too long, but I thought it was pretty okay. Yeah, I thought it was, it was actually yeah. like not yeah. as offensive as most movies. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't offensive. It was just, yeah. god damn, it was just every fucking anime cliche just jammed in there and shoved sideways up my ass i'm like god okay i get it oh look at the girls the girls who are so overpowered or who are powerful until something happens that's too powerful for them and then they screech like little women and pass out oh geez i haven't seen this fucking happen before you, 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 you sound very offended by this movie jason yeah, i mean when you compare it to the other anime we've watched i mean it's not... yeah this is pretty good <laughs> i'm not saying this is a great movie or anything but it was no it was it was all right based on based on our criteria i thought but oh, we'll get that... i guess we'll Better criteria, sure. I mean, that's not saying much. It has some dogs in it. I like dogs. Great. That die very quickly. Well, not the little one. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. I thought that scene yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. was interesting. Was interesting? Yeah. It was... Okay. That was fine. Okay. Well. <laughs> 
All right, John, I guess you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's stupid and awful. <laughs> I don't understand how you can hate this movie that much, honestly. Yeah, I'm I think on I, this. It's, it's, I really just, it doesn't, it's not that, it, I don't know, I can't, I can't have that strong of an opinion about this movie. It's, just, it's, it's like I said, it is just, it is cliche written to hell and back, and that's my problem with I it. I think it's because like, you summarize these movies and take notes. No, 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 it has nothing to do with it. I, just, I watched it, and before I even, because I'm starting to do a thing where I watch it, and then I'll just kind of take the Wikipedia thing and just add in things, basically. And the summary for it didn't wasn't what bothered me. Watching it, I was just like, this is every anime cliche I have seen since I was like 12 years old. Okay. Well, we'll compare it to the other, other anime and see how, see how it fares. I, I bet it ranks pretty high. Okay. Let's, let's, okay. Yeah, let's uh, – just without interesting storytelling. That's my problem. It's like, you know, the Irresponsible Captain Tyler or something like that that's old has at least some interesting storytelling, some different character motivations, even if it has something like – you know, occasional trope here and there. It's just every character in this fucking thing is a trope. They are. Yeah, that's my problem with it. It's just like, oh, good. You guys couldn't come up with anything original? It's like, what'd you do? Go to tvtropes.com when you wrote this? Like, hey, how do we, what kind of characters do we build? Let's see. Oh, here's one. Let's use that one. All right, I, I didn't mind that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this movie. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's do it. So people anyway. know what we're arguing about, are weirdly arguing about, I guess. <laughs> so. All right, anyway. Movie starts out with something that tries to resemble a coherent story. Something called air is like magic particles in this world. When it's crystallized, it can be used as a really efficient power source, allowing people to use magic and make huge barriers around towns to protect them from monsters that ravage the world constantly. So I don't know how humans evolved in the first place if they uh, are just getting constantly picked off by these things. So right there, just false premise, but whatever. <laughs> Anyway, and this is where we meet our group of characters we'll be seeing throughout this movie. Yuri is the long-haired, scrawny, but somehow incredibly strong character that is also very aloof about things, so he's cool and mysterious. His friend, quote-unquote, Flynn, who I kept thinking his name was Lloyd for some reason, because I think it's a generic blonde white dude's name. Lloyd? That's so funny. (laughs) Is the studious... Oh, good. Flynn... Skippo, Sippo, something like that. Yes. I, I couldn't couldn't be bothered to even come up with his last name for it. Anyway, his uh, friend Flynn is a studious type that takes uh, being a knight very seriously. And then the two redheaded sisters, Hiska and Chastel, act as the magic users. They also yeah. fall into the wonderful character trope of being tough until presented with a real threat, and then they crumple like wet, a wet paper sack and then only serve as a means for the men to be heroic in protecting them. Yeah, I mean, you guys rank soccer awards high, so I feel like you can't complain about that. <laughs> that's so. true. That's true. That movie was entirely about that, actually. No, no, no. That was just the end. This was throughout the entirety of the goddamn movie. But at least I knew what I was getting. In which? This one? No, in, so- in soccer awards, they make you think yeah. it's the other thing, and then they... then they. Well, I know, right? And then they pull the rug out from underneath your feet, and this one, at least, it's like, okay, I know who these two ladies are. <laughs> I guess. I ugh, ugh. Anyway, I think it's just because there's so many fucking trope characters in here and I'm so, like, bothered by this. Anyway, uh, they set up some air traps to wipe out a bunch of monsters after what's supposed to pass for a har- harrowing fight, because, yeah, like, clearly they're going to wipe out the main characters in the first, like, three minutes of the film. They succeed and wipe out a bunch of them. We go back to town, mm-hmm. and Yuri smarts off and gets in a fight with some local mercenaries in a bar. Um, and I love turns this. Out this is my favorite scene in the entire movie. Scene. Yeah. This is when I thought the movie was the most meandering. <laughs> yeah, like this, yeah. Like, uh, this, like the middle third of the movie was definitely like the most like we could definitely cut all this. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. This, this one scene though, I thought like the music was kind of fun, and then like uh, the the fight, like you know how I like fight dancing. So the the fighting was kind of dancish, um, which I appreciated. The music was funny. I like the scene where the two twins are like eating their soup angrily. 
I did like when Flynn got punched by the guy because he wasn't involved in the fight. He was, he was like oh, trying yeah. to just stay off on his side. He's like, what do you, and he just punched him to make, to get him involved. I thought that was kind of, that, yeah. that cracked a smile a little bit. It was kind of funny. I enjoyed this scene. This is the scene I enjoyed most in the entire movie. All right. Well, it's all downhill from here. So it is all, it does. Yes. All downhill from here. <laughs> yes. So eventually the leader of the mercenaries, uh, Merzom comes in and gets Yuri to stop fighting. Uh, Yuri and Flynn are then summoned to see their captain, Niren. Niren is the older leader of the group who's gone through a lot in his life and is also a virtuous leader. Uh, more trope bullshit here. He lost his wife and child after following orders and now questions the empire he serves and their abilities to make decisions. So Niren gets summoned to the capital for a ceremony, but sends Flynn in his stead. When Flynn gets there, Commandant Alexei is pissed that Niren didn't come, and then Flynn asks for reinforcements to repel the monsters, and Alexei says once the ceremony is over, he'll send them. I and like this, that as soon as it cuts to those guys, the most ominous music starts playing in the background. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is to me to let you know that these guys are definitely not good people. <laughs> it's just, yeah. uh, but you could you could already, you could already tell by looking at them though. It's like again, yeah. this is another one where they walk in the room. It's like okay, these guys are yeah. obviously yeah. the villains. <laughs> yeah, in that very anime way of like, oh yeah, this is these are the bad guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I almost feel insulted at times. Like, oh gee, this is the bad guy. Thanks for fucking slapping me in the face with it. Jeez. <laughs> And later on, when that dude, when the other other bad guy in the movie is like standing in the shadows watching them leave, uh, <laughs> yeah, subtle stuff here, real yeah. real subtle. I would I would say Pokemon's a little less subtle than this shit. Anyway, uh, so uh, where were we here? Uh, Flynn asks for the reinforcements to repel the monster, and Alexei says he'll send him when the ceremony ceremony's over. He dismisses him, and then some guy with a mole tells Flynn he hopes Flynn doesn't die in vain like his father did. I forgot to mention, uh, his father was a knight as well, so that's the reason why uh, Flynn is a knight, is because he's trying to live up to his father's legacy. So another another trope bullshit thing. Anyway, Niren and Chastel, uh, the, the, the bigger one, which the way to tell the two twins apart is apparently one just has bigger breasts. And that was the differentiating factor there. So that was, that was kind of a funny moment though. And they're like, that's sexual harassment. Yeah, I was like, that is, that is sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, glad, I'm glad they called that out as directly to sexual mm-hmm. harassment. And um, Yuri's too stupid to realize that that's what he's referring to. Yeah. Oh, they're the same height. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Uh, Niren and Chastel go to get some advice um, on the recommendation um, from Garista, <laughs> the local Garista? air technology Gali- guy. I think it's Galista, isn't it? Galista. Oh, is that the bad guy? Yeah. Mm, is he bad? He has long hair. He, but he has, glasses, he has glasses <laughs> and also the, end, the whole end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, the whole end of this movie <laughs> is them fighting. Yeah. Oh, I thought that that was the, the other evil guy. No, okay. Obviously, no. I thought I was not confused during this movie, but sorry, guys. <laughs> so much for that. I'm pretty sure it's Galista is his name. Oh, well, I don't know. It maybe the translation, the subtitle said Galista because everything I read said Garista. So no, it could have been a subtitle. Yeah. yeah, I granted, I, yeah. I I I caught that in this. I caught that or like in the Wikipedia page. I was kind of not copying, but sort of like going through the movie again and just filling in the blanks effectively with that, and it just said Garista. So yeah, I thought. I mean. I mean, uh, maybe names are wrong, but I thought the subtitles seemed pretty, seemed pretty good. Oh, yeah, this was a fan sub, by the way. We didn't mention that. Yeah, this was a fan sub, and yeah, I, all in all, I thought it was pretty accurate. So I also thought the Japanese voice acting seemed, seemed good. I mean, obviously, I don't know Japanese, but it seemed good. I don't know. It felt, it, it felt solid. It felt like, you know, solid voice acting. I mean, it was just, like, I, I want to say yeah. it was pretty, like, solid, generic vo- anime voice acting, but that's kind of yeah, what it was. Yeah. It just it wasn't bad. It was just it was good. It was fine. Except was the good. scene where the captain dies and Jesus God Almighty, that girl just wails and wails. I was like, I can't mute my TV fast enough. <laughs> yeah, that was a little too, that was a little much. Yeah, <laughs> a little, little bit, little bit. 
Uh, anyway, uh, so Garista, Galista, whatever his name is, is the local air technology guy, um, and he recommends that they go see Rita Morito about um, yeah. the stuff. Yeah. Uh, once they find her, she does the, the hilarious bit of nearly killing them while she's asleep still, and she gives them a device to go return the air to normal once they find the source of the problem. Yuri and Hiska are left in town. Hiska, come on. Anyway, um, <laughs> to take care of Niren's wolf, Lambert. Lambert's puppy, uh, Rapide, Rapide, I think it's Rapide. Anyway, is the uh, little dog that's been following Yuri, Yuri around and constantly has something like a twig in its mouth, basically showing that it's got like a nervous tick that it needs to be uh, kind of satiating constantly. It's a mm-hmm. weird little bit for a yeah. dog. Yeah, the dog is cute. Oh, yeah. It looks like a skunk, though. Oh, it looks skunky, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, a little skunk dog. Like yeah. when he's sleeping with Yuri in the in the hay, and then he like he her Yuri gets up and he like rolls he like rolls off of him into and is still asleep. That was cute. That was a cute thing. I kind of liked it when Yuri like hit him and he yelped and then bit him in the ear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, that one was good. Yeah, oh, I, th- wall. I yeah. think it was. I think it was about as close to a smiler as I got out of this. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So he's constantly chewing on a twig or something of uh, something of that nature. And don't you worry. Uh, this is uh, this is where we get the origin story of of Rapide uh, walking around with a pipe in its mouth during the game. Don't you don't you worry your pretty little head about that. Anyway, Yuri Hiska and some other unnamed knights who clearly don't matter uh, defend the town from another attack. After saving a small girl and her mother, whose name we also don't get because they don't matter either. Uh, the wolves head off to fight the monsters or not the wolves, but they're dogs, basically. Um mm-hmm. In the woods, they're attacked by monsters, and the big tentacle thing um, has absorbed Lambert and the other two dogs. So, in what ends up being a reason for bonding with Rapide, uh, he has to kill, um, Yuri has to kill Lambert and the other two dogs, and, oh yeah, during all this, Hiska turns into the plot device of being useless, save for acting as a plot device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was real bummed when the dogs died. It was a pretty fucked up scene. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, it would have been fucked up if they actually showed any of it, but, yeah, it's like, oh. oh yeah, I'm happy they didn't do that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, um. Go, yeah, really, really like, going for that like, Princess Mononoke thing of like, hey, look what's terrible and happens. Eh, whatever. It looked, uh, I mean, they really let you think about what what actually went down when they were absorbed thing style by the. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, with the gang all back in town, uh, Niren decides to take the remaining knights to hit the source of the corrupted um, air at a nearby fortress. Uh, Galista, I'll just go with Galista now, uh, attempts to talk them out of it, but Niren isn't having any of that. So along the way, they're attacked by air monsters, but not as many as you'd think for as big of a problem as the monsters are supposed to be. Uh, they get to the fortress and split up, one group going to take care of the fortress and the other to cover their retreat. Thankfully, they leave all of the people that don't matter to cover their retreat, so we don't have to go back and forth between the plots of these two groups. <laughs> appreciated that yeah yeah it's like oh good could have really made this movie meander even fucking more than it already did <laughs> uh once they get in they find the fortress has become a living weapon of sorts uh time and again Hiska and chastel serve their purpose of following the men or allowing the men to be heroic and save them they find the machine in the fortress that's causing all the problems um as niran goes to use the device he got from brita the machine blows up destroying the magic barrier protecting the town in the process as the fortress starts to crumble, the floor gives out. Flynn jumps up without much effort, but Niren, while carrying Chastel because she passed out because, remember, useless female in this movie, can't make it, so he tosses her to Yuri. Uh, he tells them to go on without him. He throws Yuri his Blastia, which is like their magic armband, which allows them to use magic, which I forgot to mention because who cares? And Flynn, <laughs> uh, he tosses Flynn his sword. Uh, heroic sacrifice mm-hmm. complete. The survivors run out of the fortress as it crumbles into the lake. And but- it also turns into a dragon head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
and black and like shoots the barrier and destroys the barrier. They don't really touch on that ever again. It just happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the only thing they really say is like at the very end that they're abandoning the town because the barrier's gone. So yeah. it was. A, I thought it was a cool visual. Yeah. Okay, uh, back in town, everyone is mourning the death of Niran. During the funeral, Flynn realizes that Galista is, um, is the one who made the machine in the fortress. Yuri and Flynn confront Galista about it. Galista basically was trying to make a new form of, of Blastia, which is illegal, but failed. Uh, instead of coming clean about it, he thought it'd be better to let the monster problem grow so bad that it would wipe out any and everyone attempting to set things right, keeping him uh, from being found out. I, I was a little, I was a little confused at the reveal. I, I guess I must, I might have missed a line that 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 part you just said kind of cleared it up. I wasn't quite sure what his motivations were necessarily, but now I get it. Yeah, yeah, he's just, just weapons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He just didn't want anybody to find out that he did that. So yeah, yeah, eh, real dumb. Anyway, uh, Yuri and Flynn team up to fight uh, Galista, and after a battle with all the tension of cotton floating on the wind, they kill him. Mm-hmm. I did like yeah, the, uh, I, I do like the, like the magic like CG effects in this movie. That's kind of. So got a little bit of that in this. Just the I little... thought this movie looked pretty good. You know, yeah. For... Yeah, it was... yeah, I thought it animated pretty well. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I didn't like the action sequences because they skipped a lot of frames of animation in it. So it was pretty like choppy, I would say. But yeah. Anyway, uh, here, let's just wrap this thing up and we'll get to that. Uh, Yuri quits the knights, uh, gives repeat Niren's pipe to chew on. And on his way out, he runs into Flynn. They say goodbye to each other, setting up the relationship in the game. I guess considering none of us have really played this, I couldn't really say for sure what the dynamic is in the game between them. So who knows? But anyway, that's the end. Yeah. Yeah. It was an hour and 50 minutes. And I yeah, think I surmised that long. in like 15. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was, uh, might be the longest movie we watched. It's but, one of, uh, yeah, definitely yeah, one it's of. A, it's, it's in the running. It, uh, definitely did not need to be an hour and 50 minutes long. No. No, no this yeah. could have been a 30 minute OVA. Uh, I would have been fine with an hour, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, like, if they just, there's plenty of stuff they could have cut out, and I think an hour would have been fine. I think it would have been fine. I think it might have been a little bit more digestible if it was 30 minutes because they could have just crammed a lot of this in. Because I think you go in kind of assuming that you've played this game or at least interested in this game. There's not a lot of people like us who are coming into this and probably will never play the game and are going to watch this and need the context, like, you know, forced down our gullets to make sure we understand what's going on. Yeah, I guess I, I have no I have no context for whether this would be hard be less enjoyable if you'd played the game or not because you are, you already know the answer to all the questions mm-hmm. or or if they even if touched answered, on this stuff in the game or yeah. not. Yeah, I, I could have answered a lot of questions. People were like, uh, given Yuri's more more backstory, Yuri and Flynn's backstory, I guess, and maybe mm-hmm. that's not maybe that's only like hinted at in the in the games. Who knows? We'll never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we definitely won't. Yeah. No, like I said, after I tried it and played with the battle system for a little while. I was like, yeah, I'm going to nope out of this thing. So anyway, anything in particular work for you guys with this thing? Uh, that one scene in the bar. Okay. I really enjoyed that <laughs> quite a bit. Um, it was well animated enough and even well animated very, enough. I really yeah, like that caveat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and even though they were all tropes, as Jason has pointed out, you know, uh, repeatedly, they were definitely all very much tropes. Um, I thought they were fleshed out enough. They actually, the characters were actually pretty fleshed out compared to what we usually get. So yep. they were, we got, we got a lot of motivations for everyone that made sense. You know, even, even though they, they hit you over the head with them. They mm-hmm. still like, and they're get, pretty they, obvious. Yeah. They made sense at least like their motivation. You, you weren't like, why is he doing this? <laughs> they kind of, you know, or why does he, yeah. Like, like the Flynn and, uh, Yuri doesn't actually get much 
backstory stuff. They can't, I think it's just like some passing lines, but they yeah. at least dig into Flynn's uh, issues. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more to set up the dynamic between the two of them than anything, because yeah. eh? we really don't get much of a backstory in Yuri. He was just bored and was really strong, So we've and this paid really well, so that's why he did it. Yeah. So, yeah. wow. And, I mean, I know, obviously, I, I also liked the juxtaposition of the Captain and Flynn's backstory. I thought that was, that was, um, that was at least they tried something there. It was, again... Mm-hmm. Again, very trophy, very mm-hmm. obvious, but they, I mean, do, doing the exact, op- showing the exact opposite outcomes was uh, at least trying something. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for me, like I said, the, the CG stuff on the magic was that, and um, Rapide was cute as a puppy. That's what yeah. I mentioned. Yeah. So. Also cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. Okay. Yeah. I thought the music was okay too. Like it was kind of like a questy. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> yeah. See, I kind of thought it was like generically like, fine i guess it was it's just i'm a big fan of the composer of the tales of series music uh, matoy sakuraba and he has he's got a lot of like bombastic stuff to it to his uh works and kind of was hoping for something more like this not i don't want to say like generic kind of movie score i was hoping for something a little bit more oomph to it something a little bit more memorable outside of like oh this is background noise that isn't offensive Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, that's, that's about how I felt about it. It was like this is fine. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We've heard worse. <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, so things that didn't work, guys. Um, I thought that yeah, the length sucked. Yeah. I thought that they were like really like not good at responding to like events. Mm-hmm. Like multiple times, somebody was in danger or being stabbed or being like eaten by something, and they're like all just standing around. It's like you oh, guys yeah, are supposed like, to be knights. <laughs> the captain got stabbed yeah. to the arm with a tentacle. Yeah, and no one even like cared. Yeah. <laughs> or like so... the, guy, the, guy, the guy that got pulled into the water by that thing. They're like, oh no, David. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it took the captain saying to, to you know do something, to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, seemed to be the, he seemed to be the only one that would react to anything happening. Uh, well, that's because he's the grizzled veteran that's seen everything and knows how to, um, you know, make sure he commands his troops properly, I guess. The rest are child soldiers, so I guess that's understandable. He's probably like 30. Um, so I mean, in anime, work. you know, you got to remember he's uh, it, like in anime, like if you're 30 or 25, even you're kind of like the, the grizzled veteran. Uh, anything else that didn't? I mean, the twins, that the trope that Jason's harped on about the twins is pretty annoying and standard for anime of this type. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could have ended. Um, like, I don't, I mean, I know that like the, the Gilly still was the villain and they had to resolve that, but I kind of think it could have just ended with, without that. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I need to see that guess, part of the story. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they needed to create it. Maybe he shows up, maybe he comes back to life or something in the games, but I don't know if they created them just for the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, and that, see. if if that's the case, then like this really plays like a JRPG where like you know it's like oh you think you know who the villain is, but no, there's somebody else behind the villain at the very last minute. You find out. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well it's okay. I mean at least it's fitting with a JRPG, but you know still like there. this thing is you know you could have cut out that whole sequence and trimmed off like twenty minutes yeah. off this movie. <laughs> We'd have been okay. I did think, yeah. I, did th- I think their fight in the library was probably the most interesting one in the whole movie, uh, visually at least. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It kind of gave me some Full Metal Alchemist vibes. Not trying to compare this to Full Metal Alchemist at all. It was. It has had some similarities. <laughs> that is a much better anime in <laughs> every possible way. Uh, so yeah, but it did give me a. Little, they definitely took some, took some inspiration from it. I would say. Okay. Um, 
source material, again, none of us know. Um, I, as I mentioned before, music is okay, even if it's a kind of poor imitation of Matoy Sakuraba's work. So, anyway, um, you guys really, like, think this would kind of, like, add to the experience of playing the game. Like, I, we talked about before, it's a prequel for the RPG itself, so I think having this backstory would be kind of nice if you're a fan of it, but also... I don't think they flesh out enough of the characters that if you're coming into this as like, oh, hey, I'm going to watch this before I play the game. And you're like, what, 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 why, why should I know these people? Um, I think it might. I feel like it gives enough, at least for the main two characters, I yeah. guess. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much the rest of them. I think that in the, in the credits, I think, I think they were showing either cutscenes or stuff from the game. I don't know. It, yeah, it, it's like the opening sequence with the image song. Yeah, and uh, they were showing some of the characters. So some of the minor characters in this obviously show up again, um, but you don't really get much of those. I think maybe be like, oh, that person. Maybe you get that moment, but as uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it, I guess I could a little bit. I don't know. It's very long. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. worth it for how long it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've got to be really into this to like yeah. sit down and yeah. like dig this for an hour and fifty minutes of your life. Yeah, yeah. got to be a big Tales fan. This one in particular. Yeah, Tales of the Spirit, I should say. They're all different, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Except the ones that are sequels or spinoffs There's, or... Oh, Jesus. There, are, there are sequels? Yeah. I thought they were all... I thought they were... I guess all of them... I figured they were just all mainline stuff. No. Were like, There's... I mean, there's one that's literally... I forget which one it is, but it's like Tales of blank blank um, 2. And then there's Tales of Symphonia, the New World or something like that. It's, you know, sequel to Tales of Symphonia on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So. The new Tales game comes out like next week i think comes out on tuesday oh hey look at that how about that so timely though (laughs) and by the time you hear this it'll be last week technically (laughs) so i didn't i didn't realize that these were related to like tales of symphonia yeah 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 all the the tales is just that's that's their series the series the tales series i don't know if i don't know if they have any like connecting tissue like final fantasy has those minor things that connect them all like carry characters and like creatures in the game and stuff like that i, I don't know if that don't know either i don't know if they carry through between the tales games in any way i'm sure they probably they probably have some things that are similar hmm. okay anyway let's uh i think that wraps up everything there so shall we uh get on ranking this bad boy uh yeah let's do it okay <laughs> um i think that it was like, it wasn't bad. I liked it better than a lot of things. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was surprised. I honestly came coming in. I'm like, oh, I feel like we're probably going to be like, this is actually pretty okay. Is, I mean, for uh, Again, we're all based on this list. I'm just saying. This yes. Is like, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I, um, I, I, I would put it under the art of fighting. Um, I think I might like The Last Order better. Last I thought it was very short. Yeah. Let me see here. Which one? Uh, what number is that? Last order. Twenty-one. Okay. And then, like a dragon prologue. I'm trying to remember. What, I feel like like a dragon prologue had some funny stuff that we created yeah. on our own. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think I like this more than Forbidden Siren, though. No. Oh, really? I think I like it more than Forbidden Siren. I feel like Forbidden Siren did something like interesting, at least, or tried to. Even if it sort head. of kind of flubbed it, it. yeah. We created in our head. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, no. And <laughs> we, 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 and we created this, is, this way better. This is yeah. definitely better than Forbidden Siren. This is a coherent movie with characters with, with actual motivations and you got through a total through line that's not confusing. Yeah, <laughs> so I agree with that sentiment. <laughs> All right, then um, I'll just I'll just secede my point then and just 
go for it. Whatever. I don't care. Okay. I really don't give a shit. Anyway, there's a new number 20. There's our new number 23. Uh, Tales of Asperia, whatever the fuck the subtitle is. Congratulations, Tales of Asperia, the first strike for being the 23rd greatest video game movie ever made as of October 3rd, 2009. Oh, man. <laughs> almost, out of th- almost out of 2009, guys. That's exciting. All right. Well, I do have a quiz for us, so uh, Patreon backers stick around for that. It's not uh, terribly long, but uh, it might, might, be, uh, might be some bad news for you guys. Do you guys want to hear some other bad news? No. We have to watch another Oni Champara next. <laughs> we actually what, might not. But, yeah, we, we actually might not because uh, the next episode might be something else we'll talk about off air. So. Oh, Ooh. right. I'm actually aware of this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, of what they, at least what it could be. Yeah. So. yeah I, hope it's not, I hope it's not a different Oni Champara. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there are blessedly only the two. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> that I'm sure the second one is just as okay as the last one. That would be that would be not bad, really. That'd yeah. be okay if it was yeah. just as okay as the last one. Yeah, yeah, I could I I could live with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, hopefully, it just doesn't go into more sexist than the last one because the last one was, you know, for a movie about a uh, woman in a bikini and uh, fur boots and a, a cowboy hat with a samurai sword. It was surprisingly not sexist. <laughs> I don't have a. I, I feel like this next one's gonna gonna be very sexist. I I got that feeling. <laughs> I feel like you can't, you, you can't, you know, you yeah. can't have it twice, right? No, 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 there's, there's no possible way that this doesn't, uh, this doesn't yeah. just start going for fan service shit. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. Anyway, that'll wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. Man, we got through this one quick. <laughs> see, see Tales of Asperia. <laughs> it so much. Well, no, I mean, th- see, sometimes there's a thing you do called exaggeration for comedic effect. It's, it's, it's more fun when people argue with each other other than, yeah, yeah this, was a, this was okay, this was okay. Sometimes you have to just have to take the opposing, uh, the, uh, opposing standpoint just to kind of get some conversation out of it. Otherwise, I, I feel like we kind of would have just like, yeah, that was fine. Yeah, that was fine. I that feel like fine. our listeners probably were like, wow, one they didn't hate. <laughs> it's, a, it's a miracle. <laughs> no, I feel like there always has to be one of us that hates something. I didn't hate my time, I guess, totally. Yeah. It was, uh, was kind of, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Like this, yeah, episode, this, episode, this episode was totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So that'll wrap up this episode. Uh, go to patreon.com slash games and junk. Over there, you can kick in $3 a month, and that will get you the bonus segments on Multimedia Failure, the bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out, my video game music podcast, and a handy catch-all feed that comes in all or for all the podcasts we do over here at a higher quality audio rate. And for $5 a month, you also get a shout-out on the show as well, or not just this show, but all of the shows we do as well as all the stuff mentioned in the previous tier. So i got a shout-out to my two co-hosts here, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, and Nathan Cooper for doing that for us. Um, guys, we talked about what we're possibly doing next, so mm-hmm. we'll just go ahead and kind of wrap it there. Um, if you have any thoughts about One Chanbara, whatever the fuck the subtitle is on that one, because I don't remember and I don't feel like backing out Vort- of my notes. Vort- Vortex. Vortex. Oh, Chanbara, the movie Vortex. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Please. Is it, is, is, it, is it two subtitles? Is it One Chanbara, the movie Vortex. Dash. Like, Dash. Dash Vortex. Yeah, okay. Wow. I mean, so anyway, uh, that'll wrap up this episode. And thanks for listening. And until next time, trust the fungus. This episode was totally fine. Suckers!